Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. In tonight's episode, we're going to be talking about promoting people into positions of leadership and management and why it is absolutely critical that you get it right. Stay tuned. This is the Billy Rickman Show podcast. Being in business over the past few years has become increasingly demanding. As a business owner, it's getting harder to know what to do, when to do it, and how to do it. The constant changes and updates in business can make you feel overwhelmed. So the question is, how do you stay ahead of the game, stay motivated, and create a business that doesn't just keep the doors open, but achieves serious profit? This podcast will answer that question. I'm Billy Rickman, and this is Success Sessions. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Billy Rickman Show podcast. In tonight's episode, we're going to be talking about leadership and management. And it doesn't matter what size business you have, whether or not you have 50 staff or whether or not you have four staff, the same, um, the, the principles of this podcast still apply. And I really wanted to discuss this because, um, you know, for me personally, I'm working with a lot of coaching clients who are growing their business and we're seeing some huge growth from a lot of the sales that we work with. And um, now businesses that we started with who maybe had two or they were solo operators and um, or maybe that, like, like I said, a small group of staff, they're now looking to hire people into senior roles. And that could just be going from like having no hierarchy at all between junior, seniors, what have you, and now having, you know, apprentices, junior, seniors, or whether or not now it's going into, okay, now I have team leaders and now I have supervisors and now I have department leaders and now I have managers. Um, it doesn't matter what it is, right? We're seeing these growth, this growth with these businesses. And if you are going through growth or you're planning on going through growth the next 12 months or whatever the case may be, then you need to tune into this podcast because it is essential that you get this right. Now, for me personally, obviously, um, over the last 12 months, especially over the last 12 months, we've seen some huge growth in my own business. A lot of different staff and a lot of different departments we've needed to create and we've got now like um, accounts managers and team leaders and, and all those different things we spoke about before with manager, management and whatnot. And, um, but... And also, my business is still quite fluid. We are a startup and where we thought we were going to have different apartments set up, um, you know, our office has 200 people. We thought we were going to smash it full of all these different salespeople. But now as we look at it, we're more likely it's going to be a lot of customer support people because we want to create raving fans. And so we, as we look at our own business remodeling and the, the structure of our own business, we have to also consider about how our, lead, uh, how our uh, leadership levels look at or management levels look. And um, one of the conversations I had today um, with our accounts manager was about the importance of getting the right person in the right role because if you get it wrong, then the consequence isn't just to that individual, right? If you have a bad team member, the worst that they could possibly do is affect uh, a handful of clients and maybe the two or three other people that you, they work with who they're quite close with, right? And, and even that can be still managed. But if you put someone into the wrong position in terms of like management or supervisor, then it has a drastic consequence because... What they now are is the person that everybody else looks up to underneath them, right? And so if they are a positive role model, if they embody all the values of the business, if they're successful, if they get the, hit, hit their targets every week, if they come to work with a positive attitude, if they're great with their clients, if they have all these ticks in their boxes for adding a positive, um, having a positive benefit for the business, then more than likely when you promote them into a, into a, a management position, 
then what they're going to do is pass on those values to the people underneath them. And so you actually see this huge positive consequence from that because, um, like I said, the people underneath want to aspire to be like that person. But, and here's the but, if you get it wrong, the negative consequence is huge because now that bad attitude and that, those, um, you know, those bad results and that, uh, those consistent bad customer service experiences and the fact that they only believe in a little bit of what you do and they kind of like you, but they don't really as the business owner. They're like, yeah, she's all right. And, you know, she, she, they, she kind of buys into what you do, but it's like, oh, you know, whatever, I just come to work and do my job, right? What's going to happen then is that those values and all of that, those things we just mentioned are also going to be passed on to the people underneath. Now, this can be passed on directly through direct conversation or it's just monkey see, monkey do, right? It's the people underneath, they know now that they're their super, that the bits of person's now their supervisor or their manager. And so what do they do? They look to emulate. And so they look at the behavior of this person and say, well, that's what, I, that's what they want me to be like, or that's who I need to be in order to be promoted because they're looking at this as a reward, right? That person got promoted um, because they behaved like this. Therefore, if I want a promotion, that's how I'm going to behave. And again, this can be very obvious and sometimes it can be not obvious, but slowly but surely, the values of this person and, how the, and the behavioral patterns of the person you promoted will seep down into those people underneath and you're going to have some major problems. And so when you're promoting someone, you're looking to put someone into a new position. Again, this doesn't even need to be a manager. It doesn't even need to be like um, a, a supervisor. This, this could be something as simple as they are a junior and now they're a senior, right? It could be something as, as like a smaller step as that. But when you put someone into somewhere where they have people underneath them on the hierarchical structure, you have to absolutely make sure that that person is going to have a positive consequence. Because, it, like I said at the start, it's not just a double. It's not like, um, you know, you're going to have a problem with them and then all of a sudden if you promote them, now you have double the problem. If you, you have a problem with them and you promote them, more than likely you're going to have a, a problem that's like exponential, right? There's going to be a huge problem underneath. So it's like if you look at, um, you know, you see it all the time with four to five hundred companies, you hear about them on the, on the news, right? Where Someone in a company somewhere, uh, a big company, does something really bad, something grotesque, and it's all over the news, and it brings bad press to that company, and has negative consequence to, let's say, the shareholders or what have you. And because there's negative consequence to the shareholders, you know, um, obviously, then it affects the value of the company. And what ends up happening is the CEO has to resign. Now, somebody who um, you ask their opinion on that might say, well, it wasn't the CEO's fault, because, you know, they, they're not the one who did the action. But ultimately, the reason why that CEO has to fall on their sword is because of two reasons. Number one, the buck stops with them, all right? Everything that happens in the business, the values, the, um, the actions, the way people behave, the buck stops with them. Secondly, they are solely responsible for hiring that person. Now, it doesn't matter if it's 10 levels down, they are responsible for hiring that person because if you then go 10 levels up and you follow the chain, the CEO was responsible for hiring the, you know, the, the operations manager. The operations manager was in charge of hiring the human resource manager. The human resource manager was in charge of this, and etc. And as it flows down, then ultimately, the reason that person was employed was because of the CEO's decisions. And, but if the CEO made better decisions... And this is, again, why they have to resign. If the CEO made better decisions or hired better people or more, more appropriate people, then if you follow the chain, then these things wouldn't have happened. You have to understand, it doesn't matter what size business you're in, whether or not you're Fortune 500 or whether or not you have two staff or three staff, it's your job and it's your responsibility to hire the right people in the right positions. 
because the consequences for getting it wrong are huge. And, you know, oftentimes I hear in businesses that people get promoted into positions because they've been there the longest. It is the worst strategic decision that you can possibly make. People should be pushed to, promoted into positions because, number one, they have the characteristics and the qualities of the position that's required. And secondly, because they have done enough in the business to warrant that promotion or that position. If you push someone into a position because they just, you know, they've been there the longest, then it's going to have, again, these consequences. And if, all you have to do is look at the, the, the military. If you, go to, if you join the military as an officer, then you have to go to officer school. And it can take years and years and years before you're finally given a post or, you know, you're in charge of a, a, a sizable amount of people. And the reason it takes so long is because leadership takes time. And most salon owners don't have time to train leadership. And so what you inevitably have to do is find natural leadership qualities in somebody and promote that person into that position because of the qualities that they have. Now, if you do have time and you think someone is great and you, you, know, you want to spend all that time, years developing them into a leader, they're fantastic. But most, more than likely, you won't. And so you have to find people who have, nat- who have natural qualities. If you're just promoting someone into a position because they've been there the longest, it means you're not actually assessing whether or not they're suitable for that position. And again, if they're not suitable, then you have the consequences for that. And, and oftentimes, again, when you see promotion, you, promotion normally comes with a pay rise. It doesn't matter if it's 2 or $3 an hour or whether or not it's a twenty dollars or $25,000 promotion, right? More than likely, um, there's, a, there's a pay increase when you push people into a promotion. But again, if you don't have natural leadership qualities, you won't actually understand the relationship between your pay rise and the expectations. When you get paid more money, it's because your responsibilities increase. It's because the expectations of the role increase, because the demands increase. And if you don't have an understanding of leadership and management, then you'll just think that you've been promoting the position because you've been there the longest, you deserve that pay rise, and now all of a sudden you're just paying someone more money to do the same stuff. And if they're the wrong person, then probably more than likely they're actually causing a detriment to the business, which is putting you in a way less um, beneficial position than you were before you promoted them. And all, it, it could also be a negative net position. And so when you are choosing somebody for promotion, again, at, at any level, there are, you, they, firstly, they need to embody all the values of the business. So everything that you hold near and dear to you in terms of like what the business stands for, the values you, um, the values you stand for, how you interact with your clients, all of those things. The person who has now got subordinates has to embody those same values because now they represent you. They represent the business and how you would deal with staff members. You have to um, have faith that they're going to deal with those staff members now in their, accordingly. Now, they may have a different management style, but they need to have the same result. And in order to do that, they have to have, they, you have to share the same values. The second thing they need to do is they actually need to like you as a person. Now, that could be a controversial thing. Some people say yes or no, but I truly believe that. They have to like you because there's going to be certain times when they're going to feel under pressure. There's going to be certain times where they may not like the decision you make. But if they like you as a person, they will know that you're making that decision um, based on what you believe is in the best interest of the business, right? And so you have to have that connection. You have to have that, that rapport and that trust in each other. And so there has to be... Um, there has to be a relationship there, a positive relationship between the business owner and this, this person. The third thing they need to do is they have to believe in the mission, okay, the purpose of the business. They have to understand that when things are great, that's great, and everybody can ride the wave of success. It's easy to ride a business and to, to be a part of a business when everything is good. But like I said before, there's going to be times in a business where things get really, really hard. Okay, Inevitably, it will happen. You're going to either um, something's going to happen to the business where, you know, the economy or all those things that we can, we can say or COVID or whatever the situation is, is going to happen to the business. 
But there's also times when you're, you're going to affect the business individually as the business owner by making certain decisions. And one of those decisions might be growth. And when you go through growth, you're going to have growing pains, okay? Because there's certain things you don't know yet because you haven't experienced it. And you won't, you won't know how to deal with that until you do experience it. It doesn't matter what video you watch. It doesn't matter what lessons you read about. Until you go through that experience, you won't understand that. And so what's going to happen is you grow you're going to grow into these, these new situations, these new scenarios which are completely foreign to you and you're going to make wrong decisions. And so things are going to get hard as you try to figure out how to get out of those situations. And when you're trying to figure it out, it's going to, have, um, it's going to put pressure and stress on the business and ultimately going to put pressure and stress on the people within the business. And this person needs to understand that, um, like I said, it's easy to, to work in the business when it's good, but when things get hard, they need to be able to have a clear sight or need to be able to have a clear vision of what the future is, the reason why you're growing, the reason why you're doing these things, the reason why decisions are being made. And whether or not they agree with the decisions because they might not have you know, all of the context, um, they have to understand that, again, it's being made with, uh, the, best, with the company first and foremost, the best interest at heart. And secondly, um, they understand that these things are just stepping stones towards the bigger goal because they believe in what you're trying to achieve. So whether or not it gets hard or whether or not it's easy, they will work through and they'll push through it. They'll have the grit, they'll have the determination to push through it. They'll persist with you because they believe in what you're trying to achieve. And so when you're looking to promote, you have to make sure that they, you, you take into account those three things. And only when those three things are ticked, only then should you ever promote someone into a position. Not because they deserve it, because they've been there the longest. As I said before, that's the worst possible decision you can, you can make. You move them into those positions because you think it will have a positive effect on the business. There will be growth at some level, whether or not there'll be personal growth from the people they're looking after, whether or not it'll be like a revenue growth, whether or not it'll allow you to expand into different areas, right? When you promote someone into a position, when they have now have subordinates or people that look up to them, you have to be very, very careful of the person you put and you have to be sure that they're going to have a positive effect on the business. And if you're sitting there now listening to this podcast and you have doubts about those people, then more than likely that's a red flag. That's an indicator that perhaps you've got the wrong person in that role. And I would look around to see if there's anybody more suitable um, or work with the person more closely and say, you don't have these skill sets yet, but I've identified this and I want to work with you to actually develop those skills if you have the time. But more than likely you won't because if you like any other business owner, I know time is a limited resource, obviously, and most business owners don't have a lot of it. So um, I wanted to share this with you today. It was just a thought I had. And uh, I wanted to make sure that, you know, you are, you're paying attention to how you promote and to have that three-point checklist when you next promote to make sure that they, they actually tick all of those boxes. So anyway, that's the podcast. If you love the episode, please like, share, comment when you see it on social media. Subscribe to that podcast right now. Take a screenshot of this phone, of, not the phone, take, of the, yeah, of your phone, I was going to say phone call, um, take a screenshot of your phone right now and upload it onto Instagram, upload it onto Snapchat, LinkedIn, Facebook, whatever you want to do, and, uh, and share the message and let people know you loved it and tag me in it and let me know you loved it, or if you have a comment on it, and then maybe I can answer your question on the post as well. Anyway, have an amazing evening, but no matter what you're doing, I'll be back tomorrow for another episode. Until then, go- Want to keep up to date with all my videos, posts, and free content? Head to Facebook and like my page at facebook.com forward slash Billy Rickman Official. You can also find me on Instagram by searching the real B underscore Rickman.